You are listening to Wrestling is for Girls, a weekly podcast that is about the wrestlers we like and the wrestlers we hate. But just like most WWE programming, it's almost never about Baron Corbin. Each week, we get together to discuss Raw, SmackDown, and recent pay-per-views, pretty much your basic girl talk. I'm Abigail. I'm joined by my friend Jillian, and we have lubricated the pipes, and we are ready (laughs) to go. That accurate? I can't stop laughing about it. Yes, that's very accurate. <laughs> I'm ready. I mean, I think the thing about this podcast is it's not fueled by passion or talent or any of those things. It's mostly fueled by our little beverages that we bring. So many Between. beverages. So many beverages. <laughs> they're delicious. They are, and they're lubricating. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to waste any time. We've got an inexplicable championship tournament going on on smackdown where it should not be going on but it is going on (laughs) and (laughs) we start things off where edge i dare say a friend of the show edge takes on ray mysterio and aj styles in the alarmingly fast happening quarterfinals I love that they're calling this the first round as well as the quarterfinals. It's like, oh my God, you guys, get it together. Like, I wonder if they had some other grand scheme plan and it just didn't work out. Because I just, I can't track it. I can't understand why they did this. Also, raised pants were like pea yellow. I hated them so much. They weren't And he had like the blue underpants thing going on. It was terrible. Aesthetically, this match was not it. I mean, Ray's <laughs> pants are terrible. Edge's hair is awful, and I love him, but not enough to lie. Or maybe I love him enough not to lie to him about that. I don't know. He's like, he's dying his hair, I think. Something's happening. Um, Did you feel like some of the match was a little stilted and awkward? I felt like there was a moment where... um ray and edge were in the ring together and like there was a spot where i was like oh they're gonna cooperate for a second it was like Mm -hmm. nope that's not what was happening it was supposed to be like one moving on the other and i was like what's what's going on gang uh this feels really weird yeah i felt like this is shitty of me but i felt like watching this you know we're watching a match between one guy who's just coming back from an injury he's been out for a real long time and two other guys who are pushing 50 and i feel like it is showing <laughs> just just a little bit yeah it felt it also felt like they were like eh, we've done this a million times we don't need to practice <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh you know it turns out we should have practiced yeah it's like you know you think you can teach a class just fine and then you know you go in you're like i've prepared enough and then you realize 10 minutes in you don't have enough to get you through the rest of the of the class there was one spot that i really loved um aj tries to headbutt edge and edge just like turns into a headbutt machine (laughs) in response he's basically like are you shitting me bro the earth is round you have a concussion this is not your day it's not your day I did like seeing Edge and AJ wrestle. I don't know that I've seen them wrestle much at all. So I was yeah. kind of like, oh, this is novel. Yeah, I I feel like AJ Styles is this guy that I sometimes forget how much fun it is to watch him in the ring because he's been gone for a while. Yeah. And, you know, we spend a lot of our time making fun of him. And he probably deserves a little more credit for his in-ring abilities than we've given him. I mean, he's a really good wrestler. I just yes. find him, like just ugh. um i think though that your prediction 
uh, may very well come true. You yeah. kind of predicted that AJ was going to go all the way with this thing, and he won. And I was like, I was bummed because there was a hot second there that I was like, maybe they're going to give it to Edge. <laughs> you believed. Maybe. I did. I didn't believe hard enough, clearly. Well, you know, unfortunately, Faith, Trust, and Pixie Dust did not come through for you this time, <laughs> but there's no reason yet. to abandon it. <laughs> hasn't yet, but yet I can't walk away. Yeah, I, I feel like there weren't a lot of surprises in this match or in anything else that happened related to this tournament. Yeah. It's felt like we're sort of careening towards the eventual results. So I still want someone to address the fucking elephant in the room about how, you know, Triple H, I'm going to rail about this forever, but it's supposed to be a raw belt and a raw belt only. But we're just going to have this fucking tournament where someone from SmackDown can win it. I hate I was it. I was talking to my husband about this. He's like, well, maybe he's going to like have them switch brands. I was like, no, do not defend him. This is piss poor planning. This is not what we agreed upon. Well, and if that's the case, what the fuck with Rhea and Bianca then? Because they haven't switched brands with their titles. Exactly. Like nothing. I mean, I feel like maybe i don't want to jump ahead too much but we later see someone backstage with a visitor's pass stuck to their phone and i'm like are you guys <laughs> just admitting that this is not happening it's <laughs> i loved that so much so yeah i i don't think any surprises here and i really didn't feel a lot of surprise if it's okay to move on to our next sure. match oh. in the quarterfinals oh i'm no. sorry no, no, no. Go ahead. I was saying it wasn't surprising. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it, right? Like, I'm not that excited for it either, but we are sports journalists and we kind of we have are. to talk about it. We are serious sports journalists. This was a very bloody match. It was. Um, up next, things get very intense between Seamus or Big Shamo, uh, Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory. And it was very bloody. So, like, what... when Bobby's head started bleeding, I was like, so are they, like, going back to bleeding? <laughs> Because it's just like, you know, they had all that, you know, uh, clamor over um, uh, Bork Laser's bloody potato head. And now they're like, well, let's just bring a little blood back to the game. Blood sport. I felt yeah. bad for him, though. That sucks. I feel like any kind of cut like that on the top of your head has to just be excruciating. And they bleed like crazy. And then, it, like, they're sweaty on top of it. So it, like, makes everything so much messier. And then... Like, later we see Bobby Lashley again, and his head splits open again. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, the poor guy just got to just stop bleeding. Go so, back in there, Bobby. Bobby is really walking a very thin line between professional wrestling and legitimate body horror with this ever-exploding <laughs> head. I don't know. I'm concerned about him. I want more for him. Oh, I realize. I don't know how I never noticed this before. So... Um, a town clowns opening you know when he like stands there with his two stupid fucking fingers in the air and he's like talking to himself hyping yes. himself up i've always been so incensed watching him do that that i never noticed his stupid fucking like background video that's playing have you, you know, ever paid attention to it never no it's like it's basically like sped up traffic at night like really it's like this i'm out. guessing it's the city streets of atlanta but it's like nighttime, just cars zipping through. You know when you see like dark things and there's like light streaks and stuff? Yes. That's what it was. And I was like, that is the stupidest shit I've ever seen. I mean, he's in a hurry to get to the top. It, it checks out. It's so <laughs> silly. Everything about him is so 
silly. Yeah, I feel like everything about him was not put through a focus group or any kind of market <laughs> testing. We're like, I don't know. What if we just try it? And like, it's not working, but no one cares. He's like a Frankenstein's monster of like gimmick, gimmick parts. So they Ew, like yeah. tried these other pieces with different wrestlers, like, no, let's do something else. And then they left him in a pile. And then Austin Theory comes along and trips and falls into that pile and they all stick to him and he's just going with it. I mean, I feel like that's very apt and I don't want to like, I don't have a ton to say about this, but you know, in the next segment, we're going to see Adam Pierce on the phone with Grayson Waller and Grayson Waller does everything Austin Theory does kind of, but interesting. Okay. So like he's a social media guy and he's a big arrogant jerk Oh, okay. and he'll cheat to win. And I'm like, well, this is going to make Austin Theory look a little kind of showed up i feel like Ooh, are they in the same brand yeah, yeah. they are right yeah i mean unless grayson also has a visitor's pass <laughs> <laughs> um no, i they are like the only thing i've ever seen of grayson waller was that match with johnny gargano at the yeah what was the name of that pay-per-view or premium live event stand and deliver i thought that was a good name it was i agree and that was good like i enjoyed watching it i was like "Ooh, this is interesting austin theory is not interesting but i haven't heard grayson waller do any mic work really so i'm looking forward to seeing how that goes i think i think it will be an unfavorable comparison but i will say one good thing about austin theory in this match he did not win it i know which meant i did not have to see him wrestle a second time i know and we don't have to worry about him winning the belt phew <laughs> Just have to worry about him walking around with his belt. Ugh. So if it's okay with you, I wanna I wanna talk about something that happens a little later, and it happens very very quickly. Yes, um, absolutely. Baron Corbin is absolutely destroyed by Cameron Grimes. Yeah, I have nothing of interest or value to add to the discourse on this except that Cameron Grimes has my all-time favorite wrestler fact. You know how they put up like the stats and facts? <laughs> yes. And his fact was, has made successful <laughs> cryptocurrency investment. I wrote that down too. I thought that was really funny. I was like, is that a bit? <sighs> that's this that's is his the, thing. This is like the one time I've seen, I was like cheering for Baron Corbin. <laughs> it's like always, I'm you cheer for the guy who's not the crypto guy. Yes, exactly. I was like, go Baron, but obviously it was a glorified squash match, and that was sad. It's still hard times for him, and you know, maybe he can make his own crypto investment and kind of get maybe. back on top. I I have to wonder if this is something like, you know, behind the scenes Baron is really like wanting to do. Like, I don't know, maybe he's like, I need a little break from all this wrestling, but I don't know. I hope it is an excuse to bring the lone wolf gimmick back. I mean, Baron Corbin is, lest we forget, the last person to defeat Roman Reigns. Is he really? He really is. What? Why isn't he yelling about that all the time? That's right? interesting. So, I, I mean, I feel like some of this might be like break him down to build him up. At least I hope it is. Yeah, that. Ugh. Let's have him take the United States Championship from Austin Theory. Fuck that guy. Love it love it Ugh. um moving ahead to something that i know you're not that interested in but nope. if you would humor me in talking about it uh, we 
we see the bloodline there in our city. I am so sick and tired. So of tired not of talking it. about the bloodline. <laughs> I'm just like I'm sick of how interesting they are. I'm sick of how good they are at wrestling and this gimmick. And I'm really tired of how attractive Jay is. Like just over it. I'm really upset at how much fun I'm having Ugh. over this whole storyline. Like the emotional investment is too taxing. It's true. I'm a glutton for punishment. It's really cutting into my lying on my fainting couch time. <laughs> I'll get you some smelling salts. Thank you. So this uh, this segment was a little painful. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell me about some of how you felt during? Well, this? there's one thing I thought of that was kind of funny. I think it was. I think yeah, it was Paul, or maybe Roman said it. I don't know. Solo. I think it was Roman. Solo swims like a shark. Yes, he swims and like all a shark. I could think was because he's trying to catch some mahi mahi. <laughs> <sighs> um, so this was kind of the moment we were all waiting for, right? We've been waiting yes. for fucking weeks to get the reaction from Roman Reigns about the loss at WrestleMania because he's been silent and not talking to our favorite twins. Silent and deadly, uh, just like a fart. And I think that. <sighs> I was really nervous about this part and it was really like painfully awkward. Yeah. Like when he was like, um, (laughs) there's like one thing when he was like asking about like, why are you dedicating a tag team victory to me? I'm not even in a tag team. And it reminded me of Wayne's world when this is two weeks in a row. I know it was like I was writing this down. I was like, oh God, it's another Wayne's World reference. But it's with Stacy again when she buys Wayne the gun rack and he's like, I don't even own a gun, let alone many guns that would necessitate an entire rack. And like the way Roman Reigns was talking, it like totally made me think of that. But when he demanded the apology, I felt so gross. Like my whole yes. like I feel like I had a full body shudder because it was so awful. Like it was masterfully done. It abs the whole thing to me felt like the narcissist abuser is going to like make everything your fault, make everything you do wrong, and then make you apologize for literally doing your best after months of emotional torture. It's so awful. And I think the nail in the coffin of my like emotional stability was when like Jay was the one that stepped up and apologized, even though we know that like it absolutely killed him to do it because he was protecting his brother is so sad yes. so like it was it hurt me because at first jimmy is like laughing like he's trying to act like it's a yeah. joke and poor jay is like would you please stop being stupid jim just for like one day just for one day jim it was awful oh it hurt me so deep inside and then i it hurt me more because Jimmy kind of like shows a spine for a minute. Yeah. And Jay is like, no, man, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. He's so broken. So like, I think it's kind I mean, I get it, but I think it's kind of weird that Roman and Solo are going to be wrestling against KO and Sammy. It is more weird. on that in a minute. It seems more in line that he would send Jimmy and Jay to them again to either prove that they can do it or get their asses beaten. And that's what he wants to get their asses beaten and embarrass them further. 
See, I feel like, okay, so when they had this showdown, I expected much more physicality than a slap, right? Yeah. I thought this is when the Usos get physically yes. destroyed. And he didn't do it because he's he doesn't have to physically destroy them. This is like emotional harm, right? Like you yeah. don't get another chance. Your legacy as one of the greatest tag teams of all time doesn't mean shit. Mm-hmm. Like Solo and I will go do it and just show you how useless you are. Yeah. So I, I think that's that's the uh, unfortunate twisted reality of where we're headed here. Do you want to talk about the fact that Sami Zayn is going to be going to Saudi Arabia to wrestle? It is mind-blowing. I, I guess, like, there's a diplomatic moment happening between Syria and Saudi Arabia yes. that makes this possible. I saw a, a tweet about how Sami Zayn was bringing us world peace, which, you know. I know. What if, him. like, this is helping engender that, <laughs> like, those talks? Oh, I, I guess he's probably i don't know i wonder if he's still conflicted about it but he's just like well i'm allowed to go yeah that must i mean i can't imagine what that's like no but i imagine it's a terrible choice between saying well i want to take this stand and not go or i want to take a stand and say that i'm i'm gonna go and kind of support this detente and this place of being able to have a discourse that's happening like yeah that's a lot to put on a dude who made his career in professional wrestling you know yep <laughs> it is yeah so and i mean i guess there's always a chance that they will end up not going like something will happen but that was my fear that they're gonna be like whoops you lost the championship just before night of champions i would be mm. irate i will riot i would not recover from that but i i think you know if we're if we're promoting this thing with roman and solo it's happening so yeah yeah it kind of blew my mind it was actually kind of spoiled for me accidentally because i always forget not to go on instagram same so like i watch part of raw on monday nights you know and then i finish it on tuesday but like it's like automatic for me to just like open instagram and just dink around on my phone and i saw the like image you know of the the match and i was like what that is a that's how i learned too because of all the things i could be doing during the day (laughs) instagram is primary among them absolutely gotta keep up with the world fuck the gram so i'm gonna i'm gonna skip ahead a little um to another sort of tag team interaction where seamus and his buddies the brawling brutes are hanging out backstage and we meet some new friends. Pretty yeah. deadly. What are, what are your initial thoughts about Pretty Deadly? Because I think you weren't too familiar with them. I wasn't familiar at all. I think you had mentioned them once to me and kind of explained their bit. Um, they seem like a couple of weirdos, but in like a funny way. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that's their that's who they are. For sure. But I couldn't tell if like they're supposed to be like that goofy or if they were just acting that goofy and they're really not that goofy do you know what i mean or if it's just like they're really like those guys you know i think their thing is that they are exceptionally goofy but they're also like good in the ring so they leave the goofiness backstage if that makes sense okay um i personally think they both look like weird wish.com variants on orlando bloom (laughs) that's fair it's very strange. Like you've got your Will Turner and your Legolas. 
all in one convenient two pack for like nine ninety nine. <laughs> at the bin in walmart i did i really liked when seamus asked which one is pretty and which one is deadly because like such a dad joke <laughs> it is he's great i love seamus <laughs> i also liked that as the segment was wrapping up we had a classic wade barrett it's been a long time since smackdown's been sexy oh god bubby no no <laughs> I totally didn't hear him say that. Ugh. I wish I totally hadn't heard him say that. It is it is hard to be working tirelessly <laughs> towards a, towards a marital union and then have these roadblocks just thrown up. I'm really you sorry. Know. Thank you. I wish I gonna... could help somehow. <laughs> I mean, unless you have a long talk with him and encourage him not to speak, I just don't see what you can do. Maybe you could write in your letter to dad this week, just like a recommendation. Like, can we have Wade talk less? Maybe just right. Just put him on camera more, you know, like less talk, more look. Yeah. What if he takes off his jacket and rolls up his sleeves and doesn't say anything? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what if we just female gaze the shit out of Wade Barrett? Like I get that you may not appreciate his value as a visual object, but as someone who does. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Thanks for always looking out for us. Thanks for getting it, Dad. <laughs> as he's reading it, he like kind of makes a face like, hmm, and then like mm -hmm. goes and stands in front of the mirror and like rolls up his sleeves. I get it now. So Steph, come look it. at this. What, what do you think? What do you think? You like this? <laughs> Babe, the internet says girls like this. Babe. She just like shakes her head. She's like, the internet says a lot of things, honey. A lot of things. <laughs> Amazing. So, you know, we thought the quarterfinals came at us fast <laughs> for the World Heavyweight Championship title, but not quite as fast as the finals? Half finals? Semi-finals. Semi-finals? Um, I turn to you as a former sports person to know these things. <laughs> or the semis, sometimes semis? also called the semis. Okay, so we're in the semis, and we've got a clash of titans. We've got AJ Styles versus Bobby Lashley. In my notes, I was writing, you know, I keep track of all the matches, and I wrote, you know, Bobby versus AJ in semifinals, and then there's just a giant eye roll emoji. <laughs> It's like, I just, I don't care. I like, I mean, I don't really like AJ Styles just because he's just, like I said, he's kind of, he's like, um, you know, shredded wheat, like that cereal, yeah. like frosted mini wheats. Now that's a delicious cereal, but just plain mm. old shredded wheat. It's really like, yeah, it's good for you, but it's really boring and tasteless. I don't get excited by AJ Styles. Just like, I don't get excited by shredded wheat cereal. I mean, as someone who really values her bowel regularity, I get pretty excited by shredded wheat cereal. I do also get excited by AJ Styles, but I, I feel you, right? Like sometimes something just isn't your cup of tea. And I feel bad, right? Because I know he's like big deal wrestler. I get it. Like I get it. It's like, you know, people really loved Nirvana, right? Once upon a time, mm -hmm. like I never loved Nirvana. I understood why people love Nirvana. But I never loved Nirvana. 
I think that is one of the most shitty fandom experiences you have sometimes is like the big thing is sweeping everybody up and you're like, it leaves me cold. Yep. I don't get it. Well, so solidarity sister. I get it. I mean, like we all have things we feel that way about. Um, mm -hmm. One thing I thought about during this match though, was like, imagine if Bobby Lashley got to have matches with AJ Styles all the time instead of Austin theory. It'd be far more interesting. I mean, I think I enjoy watching Bobby Lashley wrestle because I think he's like, yeah, he's kind of a big smashy dude, but he's also just like, he's kind of interesting to me. He's not the most interesting. There are right. definitely other people I'd rather see, but I'd much rather watch these two than stupid Austin Theory. I feel like for me, Bobby Lashley kind of mirrors how I do feel about Nirvana. Happy when I hear one of their songs on the radio, probably wouldn't go out of my way to get it. Mm -hmm. It's it's nice. I like it. I understand but, that. Yeah. yeah. But um, I remain a psychic because AJ yep. pulls out the victory. And Bobby's head continues to bleed all over the place. Do you think he's still bleeding? Probably. <laughs> I feel like, you know, he tried to, like, shave his head, the parts that, you know, like, weren't scabbed by that horrible thing. And he just, like, cut, you know, accidentally ripped the scab off again. Poor Bobby Lashley. Maybe I hope he has a cute little Band-Aid on top of his head, like a little Charlie Brown Band-Aid. Maybe he's got, like, a weird little mohawk there now. <laughs> just, like, a tiny little sprout. <laughs> just a tuft. I wonder that's if he has cute. any hair there, if he's just like straight up bald. You know, that's a good question because I think his eyebrows are tattooed on. I'm going to have to look more closely at his hairline to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. Bobby, if you want to weigh in, call into the show, <laughs> send us a tweet. This isn't coming from a place of judgment. We're worried about your head and we just want to know that everything is okay. Yeah, did it scar? I have questions. So Hang yeah, I, Bobby. did, I mean, did this make you... How did this make you feel about this championship tournament? Like now that we know it's going to be uh, Seth and AJ. I, I mean that it's going to be a good match. Like it's going to be a good match. Absolutely. I'm the match will be excellent. One thing I noted, I think when AJ was first in the first match in the fatal three way or whatever the fuck you call it. Um, I was annoyed. Cause I was like, yeah, he just came back. Why not give him a title shot? And it's just like, I don't understand how we have this narrative. Now I, it's another show. I know this is SmackDown, but like this whole narrative of like Cody Rhodes having to earn his place and earn these title shots and all la la. And then AJ just like rolls on in and is like, I'm going to take a title. So like, I just don't understand why he gets to do this. Um, I really want Seth to win. I, I always like want Seth, Seth to win. Absolutely deserves to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not just like personal bias towards Seth. I mean, it just seems kind of like, what the fuck are we doing if AJ Styles just like hops back in from an injury and wins this hugely fucking important title, apparently. On a show he's not even on. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? And I, I feel like, too, that sucks any remaining. The fact that it's AJ who is affiliated with a faction that is homed on smackdown it's like you really ship them all over there just to break aj away from them it makes no sense because i think the oc is a t-shirt seller so it's hard for me to believe that you're just gonna peace out on arguably the the yeah. biggest piece of that t-shirt seller yeah that's a really good point 
So yeah, I I feel like you do. It's gonna be a good match. I know I'm gonna enjoy it a lot, but it feels anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. I do think to what you're saying about Cody, I think some of the difference is in how those character stories are, like how those wrestlers are building their story. Like AJ is cocky, right? AJ thinks AJ yeah. is the greatest of all time. Yeah, and I I feel like the person who most often asks Cody to prove himself is Cody. It's true. So. My He's bubbies. standing in his own way. I mean, his suits are certainly standing in his way. Oh, God. More on that later. <laughs> Get it together, Cody. So I was wondering, having concluded the main event on SmackDown, if you would be amenable to getting raw. Let's get raw. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. You know, that, that makes me wonder where Hit Row is. Hero. I mean, I wonder what they're up to. Where the fuck is Bray Wyatt? It's <laughs> a great question. <laughs> Maybe he is disposing of Hit Row. And Where's he's doing... LA Knight? Where's everybody? <laughs> Where are our guys? I know I miss them. Well, um, you won't miss them for long because Raw opens with a bunch of things that we really, really like. Yeah. That's um. True. We've got Sammy. He is very, very excited. He's going to get revenge. He knows they both should have beaten Roman at their respective opportunities to do so. Uh, he says Roman is a cheater and he's destroying the bloodline. Uh, he is really on one. Yeah, he was he was freaking out. Like, he was going at it. And I love KO's, like, matching his energy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Those two are such a fucking delight. I love them so much. They are extremely in sync, and I am always so, so, so happy to see them. Like, after Judgment Day comes out and KO just, like, wants to fight, Sammy's like, okay, dude, I know I've been, like, at 100 for, like, five minutes, but we don't need you to go there. Right? Like, you know it's a lot worse when you go to 100, right? Yeah. Like, you're a problem, KO. Your temper is a problem. Grumpy at 100 is way different than sunshine at 100. What do you, um, what do you think about Sammy still being, I mean, obviously he's still engaged in this rivalry with the bloodline, but I mean, do you think it's safe to say that he is still hyper-focused on the bloodline in a way that KO, even though he's ready to fight them, is not? I think for the sake of their relationship, KO is like, let's just not. Let's just not anymore. Like he's been saying, let's just not for a really long time. <laughs> and Sammy just keeps dragging him back in toward mm -hmm. the disaster. So like, he's so excited to have a chance at like kicking Roman Reigns' ass. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they're doing a really good job of showing how obviously KO is up for kicking Roman Reigns' ass. Yes. Yeah. But like Sammy needs to kick Roman Reigns' ass. Yeah. I. It's going to be a good match. I'm really looking forward to that match. I think, like, usually these um, overseas pay-per-views in Saudi Arabia, they kind of feel like these weird non-canonical moments, but this yeah. one is kind of shaping up. It is. And next week we'll do our predictions, right? And they're all going to be right, just like they are every single time. Every time. Although, uh, Backlash was our best record yet. Okay, I just want to remind everyone that I went... Uh, five for five on the first night of WrestleMania. Oh, did you? Did I? I did. I don't think I did. You didn't. But that's I think right. I got all but one right for Backlash. So, <laughs> you know, I um, 
if I were a Cullen, wrestling pay-per-view predictions would be my psychic mind power. Ooh, <laughs> so useful. It's like super useful. Okay, I feel <laughs> like it's at least as useful as the dull buzzing in Emmett's head. <laughs> <laughs> He's like super strong. He'd probably like that. He'd be like, I'm going to go wrestle. Will I win? <laughs> And I would be like, yeah, you're a, you're a vampire and they're humans. And yeah, you're going to win, buddy. It's a good one for you. <laughs> Maybe he could take down Bork Laser. I mean, I, I feel like this whole championship tournament would have been a lot more interesting if it was just filled with Cullens at all. <laughs> Jasper would just creepy stare them out of the ring. Mm -hmm. And then run into the crowd and eat a fan most likely <laughs> in honor of the confederacy oh yeah yeah that's rough <laughs> that's so rough it's like stephanie what what were you thinking girl i you really didn't have to do that buddy didn't you know make it that way there were stylish uniforms and nice houses in the north you didn't have to you didn't have to do them like that buddy <laughs> you could have made him like a like even like a turned coat like Yes. Like he, he deserted and didn't like it. Okay, this is this is not related to this podcast, but we're talking about it, so I'm gonna say it. Why didn't she have Jasper get to the war, realize the atrocities of the Confederacy, and then become a Union soldier? Yeah, why not? Why? Why? <laughs> why not? Dear Dad, you need to do something about this. She's probably like the kind of person that wants to go to the South and tour the plantations because she thinks the buildings are really pretty. Yeah, she she might consider the old plantation wedding. Mm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, you know, we get some back and forth here with the Judgment Day. Sammy immediately goes for the gendered insults, which, you know, I didn't love. I didn't yeah. love that for you, Sammy. You can do better. Yeah, he can and, do better. Uh, Damien wants to start fighting, but Finn wants to speak Spanish. Finn keeps doing that, and I, I'm uncomfortable with it. <laughs> um, I have a question for you. Yeah, ask me. I love when you ask me questions. So Rhea had on, like, vinyl pants or whatever, and Damien had on, like, leather pants or whatever. And I was just thinking about, like, do you think that those pants – I've never owned any type of uh, this clothing, so I don't know. But are they, like, lined with, like, a – a silky inside so they're easy to put on or do you think it's just like a struggle like getting into those things getting out of those things if you get sweaty in those i feel like it's going to be a tragedy i think it 100 percent depends on the article of clothing because i've seen some things like that where they have like the inside is sort of like textured mm -hmm. and fabricy. yeah i guess fabric's not the right word but you're like the plasticky stuff isn't against your skin right but I also saw this video the other day from this girl who makes videos where she's wearing like very tight PVC articles of clothing and people ask her if she sweats in it. Okay. And she was taking it off and it was coming off her in buckets. Ugh. So, I mean, every time I see Damien in his weird like pleathery tank tops, I'm like, is that comfortable? Do you like that? I want to get Damien on the show and ask him if he's a Hellraiser fan because every time I see that goddamn jacket, I'm like... Buddy, you are the Cenobite that was like some kind of prize fighter in your old life, and now you yeah. have to wear bicep showing coats all the time. 
Like how many years in a row have you been a Cenobite for Halloween? A while. A while. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we have quite a bit of back and forth here. Um, mm-hmm. KO gets kind of resentful. Um, you know, he told Sammy that they only came out to fight. Sammy wants to hear what everybody has to say because, or what Dom has to say because the people like him so much. This I love goes that exactly. so much. It was so bitchy. <laughs> it's my new favorite thing that like the crowd just boos as loud as possible every time Dom tries to talk. I think it's so funny. And I think he does such a good job of playing to that. It's delightful. I feel like, too, the crowd reactions on Raw have been a lot better than on SmackDown. Okay. Like, I feel like sometimes I wonder if they're using some canned crowd sound on SmackDown. (sighs) I mean, they've done that before. It's just not as dynamic as the crowd on Raw. Yeah, that's fair. So a good example is when Rhea comes out, she gets tons of cheers, right? But she also gets some boos because she's a heel. Yep. Um, I don't know. But uh, Rhea, Rhea does what she always does at the end of this interaction. <laughs> she tries to start shit with KO, who thinks it's more sexist not to fight her. I love it so much. I just want her to fight every motherfucker in the WWE. Just, <laughs> just so like ready. standing on a pile of strewn bodies, holding her title in the air. Yes. And I think people are ready for it. Like, yes! that's the vibe I get. Like, everybody wants to see her take these dudes on. Yes. The mommy chants are like a newer addition. Like mm-hmm. everybody's really excited to see. I think it's fun because like um, everybody fucking loves Sammy and KO, right? Like everybody fucking loves them. And so the crowd is going crazy when they come out. But then like Judgment Day comes out and they're going crazy for Judgment Day for Rhea yeah. mainly. But it's like, I feel like that wasn't, I feel like this is one of the first times I've ever noticed anyway, where both heels and faces were getting like lots and lots of cheers and i thought it was fun yeah i feel like she is like she's just really special right like everything she does is awesome she's extremely cool absolutely she is really special so you know clearly things are a brewin between our friends sammy and ko and the judgment day Mm -hmm. but we're gonna leave that for just a little while and we're gonna skip ahead to a battle royale that i didn't know was happening i didn't either it was pretty exciting and uh you know gunther is here because these guys are competing for a chance to face him at night of champions and he's got on his swooshiest coat was that a new coat i think he's only worn the red one a couple times i really like the red i thought it was great that he was like, you know, you might not know. He thinks we might not know who he is. It's like, Gunther, we know who you are, buddy. <laughs> In case you are someone who really only watches one brand. And not WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> if this is your first time. Bless him. He's very proud to have dominated Friday Night SmackDown, just like he dominates Ludwig and other guy. Mm-hmm. I and think. how. I think that um, this battle royal idea is really cool, and they could have done something like this for the championship title or whatever. Like, it would have been so, like, they just could have done something like this. Like, you didn't have to make it this weird fucking 
nonsense tournament that nobody understands. Just like do a battle royal, figure it out that way. Well, and since we have the extra week, like why not lead yep. off with a qualifying battle royal yes. where like the last X number of people go into the tournament and yes. the person who's left in the ring is like, you know, they get sent straight to the end. You know what I mean? Like, so there's. It just seems like the like the most last minuteiest thing ever yes like quick we need something and they just like pulled it out of their asshole and then they realized that they actually had an extra week that they forgot yeah. about yeah so who knows what's gonna happen with that but i don't know i'm gonna run down who was in our battle royal i thought this was pretty stacked we had um ricochet bronson reed apollo cruz Baron Corbin, Matt Riddle, Otis, Akira Tozawa, Dexter Loomis, Marseille and Mansoir, Chad Gable, Umberto, J.D. McDonough, Dolph Ziggler, Von Wagner, Cedric Alexander, Zion Quinn, Shelton Benjamin, Eric and Ivar of the Viking Raiders, Mustafa Ali, Elias, Johnny Gargano, and Riddick Moss. I am very impressed that you had that whole list because there were so many dudes. I was like, who's that guy? Who's that guy? I don't know who that is. So I mean, it's like job. I it's like during the commercial break for this, I told my husband, like, I am a sports journalist. And he really dismissively laughed and said, I loved you and then looked at his phone. Wow. So what a jerk. Probably a jerk. probably getting a divorce, right? Yeah, but I mean that's gonna work out with this thing I'm working towards with Wade Barrett, so <laughs> unless he doesn't keep saying dumb shit yeah my my husband has never said that smackdown is getting sexy so it's <laughs> choices man so what did what did you think about the outcome of this battle royal i was surprised as hell me too could not have called this for anything um also there's absolutely no way he's winning <laughs> oh my god the, here's what's gonna happen they're gonna have a great match yeah and i hope Uther's so gonna retain yeah like i feel like he's gonna like chop mustafa like twice and dude's heart's gonna stop and that's gonna be the end of the match i want to believe i want to believe that they're gonna let them put on a good show i hope um, so because they're both so talented yes absolutely and i man i feel like mustafa's really been suffering with this gimmick or at least i have been suffering with his positivity gimmick it's been awful it's so terrible. I really thought it was going to be like one of the dudes they actually took the time to introduce. Me too. I was like, oh, yeah, of course. I was like, all right, Ricochet, let's do this. I would love mm -hmm. to see Ricochet. That would be great. And I was like, well, it's not going to be Apollo Crews because like, it's just not. He just got here. And then they announced Matt Riddle and I was like, is it mm -hmm. going to be Matt Riddle? And then I was convinced it was going to be Bronson Reed. Yeah. But yeah, this one shocked me. There was um, one moment that 100% made me think it would be Matt Riddle, and it was when he kicked his flippy floppies off directly <laughs> at Gunther. Amazing. amazing. <laughs> They're, like, so confused. Just, like, offended. Like, are you shitting me? Like, I'm an adult. I've got the swoopiest coat. I've got these two service-oriented submissives that follow me around everywhere. <laughs> and you're kicking your shower shoes at my face, my dude? Um, quick side note, did you notice um, when they were wearing their like red zip up jackets, like their red warm up jackets, they had like this little 
like rectangle on their left um like chest hmm. that looked like it was covering something like i'm wondering if it had like a a, a label on it or you know like a brand and like it like, said adidas or something yeah like they're not allowed to wear that or something i don't know i was like what because they all had it i was like what is that it's not like a design yeah that's interesting i didn't notice but i bet you're right i bet it's like that's where the nike swoosh goes <laughs> I wonder why they can't show that. You know, I don't know. Because it's just like clothing. I don't know. Maybe they have to get clearance or something for it. Or they don't want to be seen as a sponsor or something. What if their uh, jackets were from before they were rebranded as Ludwig and Giovanni? <laughs> They're just old. And they said like Fabian and Marcel. That'd be amazing. And they had to cover it. <laughs> I wonder if it's like you know dad or vince is like well they're not paying us to advertise so you cover those goddamn logos up mm -hmm. like dad follows them out with a tape and it's like put it on yep tape it up <laughs> speaking of ad revenue this is a little bit out of order i guess but like the constant um commercials for fast 10 it was a lot it was just enough <laughs> I, at one point, at one point when I saw it, when they're like fucking standing outside the um, Coliseum, I think in Rome, yeah, I was like, I think they are. Now I've seen like a grand total of, I think two of the movies. I've watched the first mm -hmm. two. I intend to watch more, but that's going to change for you come August. <laughs> but I was like, that's fine. I was like, <laughs> how the fuck did those movies go from that to fucking this? It's like a spy movie. Now. <laughs> so that's the it's thing, amazing. right? When you meet this lovable crew of criminals with hearts of gold, their big claim to fame is like ripping off truckloads of those TVs that have VCRs underneath and DVD players. <laughs> yeah. And like in the last movie, they went to space in a Ford Pinto. I'm not making that up. That's a real thing that happened in the movie. What? It's a real thing that Ludacris went to space. Ugh. <sighs> Like asteroids were all around them, and he was like, "Move, bitch, get out the way." <laughs> that part didn't happen, but yeah. Um, I mean, I I wish I could concur with you that there was too much Fast Ten content, but unfortunately, that was like literally just enough for me. Could have been more. There is a scene, I guess, where John Cena gives someone the attitude adjustment through several floors of a building. So right. that looks exciting. <laughs> I think they're fun. I just was like, wow, there's a real, I'm really missing a lot of plot, plot, uh, plot twists. I, I feel like millions were spent on that one episode of raw, like millions and millions just to yeah. show those ads. It's crazy. Absolutely. But I think they know their target audience. Eh, yes, they do. <laughs> <sighs> well, something else that was both fast and furious. Ooh, Becky Lynch. Nice segue. Thank you. Uh, Becky comes marching out and she looks really pretty, but she's mm -hmm. also really, really friggin' angry. Yeah, she was she was on sass patrol. She was ready. Mm -hmm. She had her little hand in the air doing her little talking hand. And she's tired of her kid being called stupid. Yeah, it kind of sounded like Becky either had like a mental health crisis or has had diarrhea for two weeks. But like, <laughs> where'd you go, Becky? Now she's back and she's tired of people talking trash about her kid. Her kid's not stupid. 
Um, I'm looking forward to this match. Me too. I feel like it's going to be a lot of fun. What is your, I mean, I don't want to rush your predictions, but do you think there's a legit chance of Trish winning this one? Yeah, I do. I don't think they're just like, it doesn't seem like a, it doesn't seem like a short-term thing to me. Yeah. Um, one thing I really liked when Becky came out is she was talking about how like, you know, sometimes we, we have to admit that we can't do things on our own, that we have to, we need help. And I was like, this is a really nice commentary on like mental health and, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, good job, Becky. <laughs> Preach, Becky. Preach. I love it. Uh, what well, do you think? I think, I guess I don't really see Trish sticking around to have a second round of her career. Okay. But I'm kind of hoping that maybe Lita will come back and help Becky at the pay-per-view. Ooh, that'd be nice. I know. I'm, Lita just kind of disappeared. Right. And I feel like, you know, the wound for her, you know, should be much more intense because she and Trish are IRL BFFs. Are they really? They are. It's really cute. Oh, that's so cute. It's really I love super that. cute. I love that for them, sincerely. Oh. So yeah, Becky is on the warpath, um, and we go directly from angry Becky to angry Rhea, who seems to hate Becky. Um, I found this little segment pretty interesting. Like, Natalia shows up, right? And She sure does, dressed like Bad Sandy. <laughs> and she... I really like that Rhea was like, you're just using me to stay relevant. I feel like that was just like a really good burn. It was so cold and so mean. I'm wondering if they're just going to have a parade of women's wrestlers just like for Rhea to take out, like just dismantle them bit by bit until whatever, like she's going to have to, I feel like, I don't know if she's going to have to constantly defend, but does she have a match at Night of Champions? That's As a great yet? question that a sports journalist would have the answer to, but I don't think so. I don't think she does. I wonder if they're going to set something up. Maybe that's where we're going with Natalia. And, and Natalia will not win. No, Natalia will not win. I mean, this is really unkind, but I, I feel like part of what was so mean about Rhea's uh, comments was that they're not inaccurate. Yeah. Right? Like, Natalia's great, but no one when they see her thinks oh we got a big win coming out you know well and they kind of just forgot about her tag team with shotzi like they were a thing for a minute now they're just like yeah oh, that didn't really happen um they were cute and I, I have to wonder i kind of feel about Rhea and her current reign like i do about bianca and hers it's like there's no possible way they take it from her yeah like she's invincible at this point well, and I feel like Rhea is so over. She yeah. has so much backstage support. Yep. Like, I hope that that does not become problematic for her. I hope she doesn't find herself in that place where the fans are like, you're forcing her down our throats. We're getting too much of a good thing. Because mm -hmm. that has happened before to a lot of different wrestlers. So Ugh, I would be devastated. But I also think we're very far out from anything like that being on the horizon. So. I hope so. I'm going to be pissed if they do it too quickly. Yeah, I, I do think we're going to have the reign of Rhea Ripley going on for, for quite a while. I like it. 
One thing I could not stop thinking about during this segment was all those thirsty TikToks that Kathy Kelly makes with Rhea Ripley. I've only seen like a couple. They're really cute. Yeah. The ones I've seen are really fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody has a really good time there. (laughs) I want to hang out with all of you. It's like a fun workplace where like you just get to make TikToks and get hit. Yeah. It's really good times. So we're coming up on a match with Xavier Woods and Dom Dom. And of course, Rhea is going to have an important part of that. But before we get there, we see Mustafa Ali backstage and he is feeling himself. Did the interaction, <laughs> so the interaction seemed a little strange to me because I feel like Gunter said something to Mustafa and then Mustafa basically said the exact same thing back to him. That's really weird. Yeah, I feel like. I feel like there could have been a smoother transition there where Mustafa was like, <laughs> well, actually what's going to happen? It's yeah. Like, you know, he can't destroy you and you destroy him, Mustafa. It's got to be. Yeah. You got to set up the contrast. I like that. <laughs> I like that Gunther's just kind of mystified by everybody who talks. Like, he's either like really hate them or just kind of moderately confused by them. I feel like here's what i think might be happening what if gunther is the only well-adjusted person backstage at monday night raw yeah he's just like trying to get by and everybody's just fucking bonkers and he has these two like dorks that follow him around everywhere although i do like that there seems to be this sort of shift happening with um ludwig and giovanni where they're kind of a little bit funny yes i enjoy it too (laughs) Who did we see that happen with that really made me like them more? I'm trying to remember. It was KO and Sammy. Was it? Yeah, I mean, I always love KO and Sammy, but I mean, like. Oh, I thought you meant who they were funny with. I'm oh, sorry. no, no, no. Sorry. No, I'm just thinking, like, there was someone. I think maybe it was like Dom. Like, he started becoming kind of funny about it instead of trying to be, like, serious bad guy. He was just, like, kind of sad sack bad guy. And I find that really endearing. We liked it for him. We liked when Bork got a little funny for a while. Yeah. I mean, making us laugh is the way to our hearts. It really is. (laughs) So back to the action in the ring. Um, Dom Dom wants to cut a promo and not wrestle, but this is not (laughs) shocking. Everyone still hates him. Everyone. Like cockroaches and Twinkies. (laughs) At the end of the world, there will only be Dom Dom. How do you feel about that? I mean, are you ready I for a dystopia like that? So long and loud when <laughs> Graves said that. I was like, that is hilarious. I love it so much. He was on one. It was good. I'm, I'm not always a Corey Graves fan, but his commentary on Dominic Mysterio is just like, it's flawless. It's so good. It's it wonderful. really is so good. Um, <sighs> I thought it was really funny how like, so Dom's trying to talk and the crowd's like, Bleh! and then as soon as, uh xavier started talking it was like instant quiet it was so cool i was like this is amazing it was so 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 good um i love xavier i love all the i love all the like matches he's getting yeah i like seeing him get this push i obviously i want kofi to come back and i want biggie to come back too but it's nice to see him out on the forefront doing some stuff even if he has to lose to dominic mysterio have you um do you follow Big E on Instagram at all? I do. He's been traipsing around Michigan a whole bunch. Oh, you might run into him. 
That'd be amazing. He's on the east side, though. But oh. it was just like, oh, look at him. He's going to a Tigers game. It's so fun. Which part of the mitten is he on? He's by the thumb. Okay. Like lower, like bottom of the thumb into the meat of the palm area. Thumb joint territory. Yes. Yep. Gotcha. Um, I had to look at my hand to <laughs> confirm. Yes. Yes, that is correct. Area. We do have joints. Um, this is another time that Rhea tries to get in the mix. She wants to go with Xavier. Yeah, I I don't know. I love whenever she just steps in front of Dominic. <laughs> I know she's so protective. She's like, fuck you. I will she's like, fucking she's ruin like you. The bad possessive boyfriend in a romance novel. Yes. Like she's super hot and morally gray. But she'll protect you to, you know, her death. Still kind of has a heart of gold. Yeah. Just isn't great at being a person sometimes. Right. But is always great to look at. Yeah. Thank you, Rhea, for all that you do. Rhea, if you're listening, I'm curious about your pants. If you want to tell me how they operate, how you put them <laughs> on, I'm really curious. Yeah, I would love that if we could just get like a step-by-step. -step. Like, what goes into this process? I'm just so curious. Like, is it a one and done? Like, once you wear them once, you got to throw them away? Because, like, how do you clean those? Turn them inside out and, like, wet wet wipe them? You got to get out your Clorox wipes. I guess. Scrub them down. <laughs> so, did you, did you expect the ending of this match where Dominic gets the win? I didn't. I really thought that maybe Xavier would win. Yeah. Um, because, I mean... Judgment Day people try to interfere a lot. It doesn't always work out in their favor. No. But this time it did. This time it did, and Evil gets the win. So mm. I think this is an evolving situation between the two of them we're going to have to keep an eye on. I know. I am I was wondering what they were going to do with Dominic next. So I think this is a good use for both of them. Hmm. I agree. So moving ahead a little, we're going to skip the J.D. McDonough video package as uh, riveting as that was. Bless J I really do like J.D. McDonough. I just don't love video packages. Well, can we just say really quickly, I love that when Kathy was talking to him, she's like asking him like why he chose Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> and like, no shade. Is, I mean, I love Dolph Ziggler, but it's like he's like, I wanted to make a statement and like, by wrestling Dolph Ziggler? Okay, buddy. The statement is, I am here to destroy <laughs> aging enhancement talent. Suck on that. <laughs> that was amazing. I don't uh, like that he calls himself the ace either. It's weird. He's So, I don't know if he's... I think usually he calls himself the Irish ace. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. But I love that he says, never bet against an ace. I mean, it's like bringing all that card-playing knowledge I don't have to the forefront. I really hope that um, maybe Scarlet will have a tarot card of him and it's an ace. Mm, I love it. And it's like a weird playing card tarot card crossover. Yes. I like I'd that. I'd still buy him. We have so many good ideas for merch and they just don't listen to us. We're just really smart. Dad. I'm just going to put it out there. Dad. Dad, you could be making so much more money than you already do. <laughs> Something that Dad is absolutely not listening to me about, uh, Ginger Mahal is back. But yeah. this time he's got new buddies with him. It's into Cher, Veer, and Sanga. And they are taking on some jobbers who we don't know <laughs> anything about. I wrote down at one point, because that, that little blonde boy who kept getting just like hammered into the mat. I was like, yeah. I was like, this poor little twink. <laughs> just, he's getting murdered. I think 
we're forgetting that like there are a lot of different genres of wrestling match and the twink destruction match is a time-honored <laughs> favorite how do you think jeff hardy got his start oh my god poor little baby <laughs> jeff i i would like to see these guys wrestle uh the viking raiders oh yeah that'd be a lot of power game i think it would be so much fun because they're both like they're all like all four of those dudes are really agile and really smashy and i think that could be really fun because they're both they're all super powerful too i think i think i agree with you like here's my thing these dudes are kind of great and i feel like i have in the past like on nxt been guilty of tuning them out because i see gender and i lose interest and this is a real <laughs> unfair bitch i have with gender mahal dude has done nothing to me <laughs> i just i mean he's the shredded wheat biscuit for me Ooh, okay um, that's fair and I will admit, I do not like that they are continuing this trend of the foreign giant with a mouthpiece because they yeah. can't talk, you know? Yeah, I don't like that either. But I was like, oh, yeah, these guys these guys could have some interesting matches. I support this. There was a moment when they said one of them was six foot eight. And then I immediately thought of, um, this is how we do it. <laughs> I just started saying it was like, and all, and all they said was six, eight, he stood. Montel Jordan, not Montel Jordan. Montel Jordan? Montel Jordan. Uh, that's a great question. Let's Mo see. It was Montel Jordan. The name wasn't sounding right in my brain, but it's Montel Jordan. It and is Montel Jordan. Six, eight, he stood. We have to get you a musical show. I love that song so much. I know people hate it, but I will always love that song. It is a pop, as the kids said probably five years ago. I support that. Thank you. So uh, after the Twink Destruction match, we see Imperium once again. And if you remember last week, KO and Sammy were not nice to Imperium. And no. Imperium threatened to Malfoy style tell their dad. Mm -hmm. And uh, Gunther is mad that Sammy and KO were mean to his guys. He is. He doesn't like this. KO is going to fuck him up instantly. <laughs> I love KO. I love that we ended this segment with KO shouting, why are they staring at us? I also love that Sammy was like, you're up here all the time. All the time. Like, you are at 100, buddy. You got to calm it down. I just, I love them so much. Also, as the kids, so much. as the kids used to say five years ago, we stand an unhinged king. We do. We do. I love them. So quick, next week. Oh, I'm oh sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, no I was going to say, ahead. quick aside, you know, Imperium's like opening music. Yeah. That's like real music from a real classical music song. I can't remember what it is, but I only figured, well, I didn't really figure it out. My spouse and I were watching Ted Lasso. And in one of the parts, that song starts playing. And I was like, it's Imperium. <laughs> and then it keeps going into like, obviously, they don't yell, Gotcha, you know, in the song. But that's a bummer. It really is. But I was like, this isn't as fun as the Imperium music, but I was happy and to find out that it is a real song. Did Gunther at least appear? No, it was nowhere to be seen. Very in the weeds on this situation. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so next week we are going to have a match between Gunther and Imperium, KO Sami, and a friend of their choosing. Now. It feels weird that it's not Matt Riddle, but of course he's proven himself not to be that helpful in three-way situations. 
Yeah, I think we're going to find out later who that third person might be. Yes, there's still a secret at this point. Mm -hmm. Do you have any guesses? Uh, well, I know the answer. I mean, I know what I think is the answer. Okay. I don't know. Should I share it now? I mean, do you know it's the answer or are you just no. really confident? I'm just confident. You can share it. Yeah. Maybe it's going to be Xavier because he came out and helped them. Oh, uh, yeah. I think later. that's a good guess. I think that's, I think that's an informed guess. I think that would be fun. Yeah, I would support that. Plus, he did because... have some recent beef. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I think you're right. You're so smart. Thanks. Did you have a guess? No, I'm kind oh. of an idiot. I had no idea. <laughs> so it was like new and exciting thoughts for me. <laughs> we, uh, on this side of the podcast, we operate with absolutely no thoughts, only vibes. The only thoughts true. are the ones you bring. After this altercation, we have a Cody Rhodes moment, and we have oh, another God. horrible Cody Rhodes suit. It's the same suit. It's that encyclopedia salesman suit. I swear it's really, the same one he wore a few weeks ago. He loves it. I don't get it, Cody Rhodes. I don't get it. Although, I don't know if you noticed in the crowd, someone had a very cool t-shirt. I didn't. What did it say? It was a Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 t-shirt. Oh! Yeah, it was great. I was really cool. excited to see that. I was like, can I you still that. buy those? I want one. I mean, I feel like the internet is a glorious black hole of e-commerce. It's probably out there for you. Yeah, I, I don't know why I'm surprised. Like, there's a million t-shirt sites, so. It would be great if it was vintage, though. I know. Yeah. Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. <laughs> Maybe tonight one. you'll be gone. You'll be gone. <laughs> Oh man, if I was a wrestler, I would choose that theme song. My like dream warrior. I'd be like Dream Warrior. That would be my wrestling name. I mean, Dokken would be my theme music. If you were one of the Dream Warriors, which one would you be? Would you I'd be, be bad what's your face? Who's beautiful. beautiful and bad? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. She's beautiful and bad, not bad and beautiful. I would be her. Uh, I would be the wizard. That'd be great. Dorky but powerful. And shoot lightning out of your fingers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah i just have a switchblade and really spiked hair that's a power those are both <laughs> powers it stands up on its own <laughs> it would have been great if cody saw the t-shirt and just started riffing oh my god on, like maybe tonight you'll be gone brock what do you think about that <laughs> can i talk a second about cody doing his scorpion frog story yes of course you can that's why we're here so when he was telling this story i literally felt like i was sitting in church and i hated yes it. i hated it it was preacher-esque i can so preacher-esque i was like this isn't comfortable for me i'm having like bad flashbacks hmm, that's interesting but he does have that kind of like shouty preacher way about him sometimes his cadence yep mm -hmm. and he like he gets the audience to call in response with him mm -hmm. plus he said y'all mm -hmm. <laughs> brock's in his way though brock is in his way and i am still loving cody feeling himself to this degree he's really like hyped up on cody Rhodes right now i swear to fucking god if he doesn't win this match i'm gonna lose my mind Although, like, aren't there enough championship titles to go around that they 
Because, like, Knight of Champions, they're supposed to defend everything, right? Couldn't they right. just defend all the titles and have that be all the matches? They have, like, maybe a Becky and Trish, well, Becky and Trish match, a Seth, not Seth, um, sorry, a Cody and Bork match. Mm-hmm. There's already two matches that have no titles involved no titles. in them. I wonder if they're going to do more. Well, I mean, they can't defend Roman's title because he's going to be busily pursuing <laughs> the tag titles. How amazing would it be if it was like, twist, you've got to put yours on the line too, Roman. That would be pretty great. And, and they, they each get one. Them up. <laughs> I love that. I would love that so much. So, yeah. Um, I don't, I really like that Cody is so like high on Cody right now. And Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever seen anyone cut a promo quite like this on Brock. No. He's like read him to filth. Like he didn't acknowledge him in the way that people often do. He didn't tear him down either. He was just like, get to Steppenbork. I mean, he kind of tore him down because he's like, you're not relevant anymore. Oh, no. I mean, like he didn't build him up. Like, you know, he was just like, yeah, you're done. I fucked up your face. Yeah. You suck. Get out of my way. You're a Nobody bully gives and a no shit one about likes you anymore. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So that's that's a developing situation. I mean, of course, Brock was not there because he does not love a Monday. He does not. But uh, later, we're going to see a former Brock Lesnar guy, Paul Heyman, yep. backstage with Gunther and Imperium. And that's where we get his adorable little visitor's pass on his phone. It took me until I saw it later in the evening to realize, like, LOL, he has a visitor's pass on his phone. Like, that made me laugh so hard. It's so stupid because I love how, like, they just flipped back and forth before all the time. And, like, now it's a visitor's pass. But he's he's up to shenanigans with Imperium. He's up to shenanigans with everybody because we also, when Becky was backstage... You could see him talking to Finn Balor and Damian Priest as well. So he did a lot of nefarious shit on Monday night. He really did. I, I feel like, I feel like the match, the Roman solo KO Sammy match is going to descend into complete and total fucking madness. Yeah. I think it's going to be like sort of the style that we got with Damian Priest and Bad Bunny. Yes. It's just going to be like. All kinds of fucking people are going to come out. It's going to be a huge battle, which I think could be really fun. Yeah, I'm I'm not against that. If Rhea comes out to help because Judgment Day, one, you know, they're not going to let her wrestle a dude. So, like, who comes out to Sammy and KO's defense as the lady? I mean, they've got a real shortage of lady friends. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess... Are we going to import a whole new lady friend or are we going to have to make do with a lady friend who's there? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Becky comes out. <laughs> She's like, I've had enough. I've had this enough. stupid. <laughs> so uh, all of these people are still going to take us right into the main event where we've mm-hmm. got Damian Priest and Finn Balor versus Sami Zayn and KO and what I like to call an all of my favorite things match. It was great. It was really great. Yes, it was really, yeah. really good. Um, I like that. So Rhea and Don came out and were ejected eventually. And again, <laughs> just the utter disbelief yes. and just indignation at their being object, uh, ejected cracks me up every time. I think it's so funny. 
I love when she yelled, you made the wrong call. <laughs> Girl, objectively, he did not. <laughs> you made the wrong call. Respectfully, As if there was someone bestie. else to throw out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, who else is ruining everything other than you? It's you. You are the problem. So I, my guess for Xavier Woods happened because he runs out to beat up Dominic. Yes. I'm like, maybe they'll help. I don't know. It's, it could be a long shot, right? Because I don't think Xavier and KO and Sammy have had a ton of interactions, mm. but like, who else is it going to be? Yeah. I feel Unless like it's Matt Riddle. I feel like they just need somebody who's also sick of the judgment day. Right. Yeah. Tired like of their shenanigans. Everybody? That's pretty much everybody. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe the entire locker room will come out. I don't know if you remember a few weeks back, uh, Rhea felled KO with a really nasty clothesline. Yes. Line. Yes. Uh, this week, KO was not having any more of that, and he ducked her clothesline. <laughs> she did so hard. Didn't she punch him in the face earlier in the night? She though? did. Yeah. She got her shot in. She's really after I him. I love it. But I love that he like ducked under it and then took out Finn and Dominic. He's like, no, not today, Rhea. Not today. That's so cute. Uh, so, you know, like Sammy disappeared for a while, right? He was just yes. like gone from the match. When he came back, <laughs> he was like, he was like the dude at a party, like where you've seen him <laughs> earlier in the night and he's okay. And then he disappears and then he comes back just wrecked. Like he had passed out for a while. And he came back and he's ready for round two. And he's just like, let's do this. So he was me. Kingston. <laughs> he was me. Have you seen, have you seen Say Anything? I have, of course, seen any, Say Anything. Okay. Do you remember at the party scene, like after the graduation party, Jeremy Piven's character? Yes. He reminded me of Jerry, Jerry <laughs> Piven's character. Like he just shows up out of nowhere and grabs Lloyd Dobler. He's like, I love you. <laughs> And he just kind of passes out. Like, I feel like that energy, that's what Sammy came back with. But instead, it was a halluva kick. Crazy <laughs> man lost in the woods, surfacing <laughs> once again to save the day. But unfortunately, the day could not be saved. No. Because Imperium is here to be jerks. There's just too much happening. And... uh Every time that Imperium would get back on the ring apron, all I could think of was, um, oh my gosh, why can't I remember which um, which movie this is? The kid is back on the escalator. Mallrats. Mallrats, yes. I was like, the <laughs> Imperium is back in the ring. <laughs> oh my uh, God, I hope he gets his leg caught in a bloodbath ensues. <laughs> A bloodbath did ensue, but unfortunately, it was for Ko and Sammy and uh, I know Finn and Damian get the win. I want there to be like a giant free for all battle with like Judgment Day, Bloodline, Ko and Sammy, Imperium. Yes. Maybe New Day if they were all healthy. Just like throw them all in a ring together. It's not like mixed tag. It's just like the team with the most people left wins like it just sounds like that would be a really fun match i think it would be kind of cool if we worked up some kind of like concept event where all <laughs> the tag teams have to qualify for like their entry place and then you basically have a royal rumble that's just Ooh. tag teams and groups or what if we came up with like this really insane concept where the first round and the quarterfinal were the same thing <laughs> 
that is insane and then we hold the semifinal the exact same night and then wait a week for no reason and have the finals what do you think we do during that week that we were waiting would we do anything or no we just forget that any of that's even happening (sighs) we just you know i love that yeah it comes back like a fresh surprise i really i love that (laughs) i mean honestly about it (laughs) i think he's gonna be so psyched when you bring that to him <laughs> Let's travel uh... to the past and let him know so he can make it happen. <laughs> the ghosts of Christmas past. We actually did travel back to the past, you guys. That was totally our d- idea. We're time travelers. We're we're sorry. A that we use our powers for this bullshit and B that <laughs> we inserted that concept into the world, but here we are. <laughs> we're chaotic evil. Oh, we really are, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything else about this last match that it was just a lot of fun. It was really good. I had a really good time. I liked all the bonkers. Yeah, I feel like when there's more bonkers stuff, I am having the best time of my life with wrestling. Yeah, me too. Especially when it's bonkers stuff with people I like. Yes, yes, that is key. Like if it had been like Lacey Evans. <laughs> been like, get the fuck out. Oh my goodness. I do think it would be great though if there was just one show where all the wrestlers we don't like were on it so we could just skip it like Lacey Evans, Austin Theory. Oh, They're all Jinder Mahal for me. They're all just there. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Well, was there anything else about the week in wrestling before we shut this one down? I don't want to no, I'm, you. I'm looking forward to next week already. Me too. I'm oddly excited about Night of Champions. Me too. Well, on that note, thank you for once again listening to Wrestling is for Girls. We will be back next week with a new episode that you can find on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and of course on our website, wrestlingisforgirls.com. And you can always stop by and say hi on Twitter at WIFGirlsPod. Have a great week. And remember, if Mustafa Ali can somehow get a title shot, you can also do the thing, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs>